0: One to ten, one was his heart and ten was very easy how easy was it this session decision
1: to sign a new contract well there are always um, many topics to speak about uh, when uh, once you um, have such a important decision also long-term decision it's important decision for the club also of course also for, for my private life and my my uh, plannings but um, we made it clear quite, uh, quite, uh, quite soon also that, yeah, both uh, both parties are, are willing um, uh, to find a solution anyhow, and in the end we got there, and uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a good day for us.
0: So, in your vision, what does four years look like for you and Norwich City? Where will you be in four years' time as a club?
1: Yes, we will see. So, as a as a manager you and head coach, you always have to uh, concentrate on the on the short term success. But it was always uh, my aim, and not just to to think about the next Sunday, the next three points, always. To think about the um, the club and the future of the club, and we always spoke uh, about uh, about consistency. Even when I walked uh, through the door uh, four years ago, seems a long time ago anyhow. But uh, it was uh, was a great time. We spoke about our uh, our long term uh, long term vision, and and for us the club was in a really difficult situation, also in lots of financial pressure and and a pretty pretty uh, old squad. But we spoke even there uh, about. Uh, we want to create consistency and, and want to deliver consistency for this club. And our first aim was, and, and main aim was uh, to say, okay, listen, we want always to be a member in the, in the top 26 in this uh, in this country. That means, yeah, we want to play one day on, on Premier League level, top 20, and if not, then uh, to finish in the uh, in the top six. Um, this was uh, our claim it was it's, it's it's a big claim for a self-funding club and also a club who was under unbelievable financial pressure so um, uh, right now we have achieved this consistency the last four years when I think about this so it's more like we won the championship title, we played Premier League, then we won the championship title again right now we're heading to the next Premier League uh, season so it means uh, four years of consistency in uh, in this terms and right now it's, it's about to go the next steps, it's never easy and never guaranteed that we can go further on In this way, but we want to develop uh, the club exactly in this way.
0: So the aim is not no longer top 26 but top 17 for all of the next four years.
1: Yes, of course. That's what we, what we all want. Though. The, uh, the, the next step is right now to become a, a really established, uh, Premier League, Premier League club. And again, that's, that's a big aim for, for the only self-funding club on, uh, on, uh, on this level. So uh, we want to become a permanent member. So this is also like in the, in the past years, we had several, um, seasons on, uh, on the top level. But uh, let's be honest, quite often was just one year, perhaps with a bit of luck, like two years. Right now we want to take the next step and uh, steps where the, with the club, yeah, was a bit struggling in the in the last decades to become really an established uh, Premier League club. So to make sure that's also for us possible uh, to spend five, six years in a row also on the on the top level. And yeah, we're not naive. Uh, we know that we're not fighting for the Premier League title but at least not the next two years or whatever. Um, and perhaps also not for you. But um, we we want to develop this club more or less from uh, from uh, season season to season. And. Yeah, then there could be even a a situation that after spending then a few years on the on the top level that you once once you have a difficult season in terms of injuries and bad luck with signings, whatever, that you perhaps then have to go back for for one year, but more like that the club is then that's Stable. Uh, it's not even a question that we will promote back straight away. So this is more more or less like our aim to to make out of this club and, um really established Premier League uh, club. And uh, again, sounds more or less easy because we have achieved and, and earned the right. We didn't want our place in the lottery anyhow, to play in the Premier League, we, we earned the right and fully deserved. Um, it, it seems to be easy to make the next step, but this next step is, is, is huge, is massive, especially for, for, for us as a club. And, and For that we have to stick to our values, to stick to our principles, but this is definitely the way we want to go.
0: And in your wildest dreams, established and also maybe a, a trophy or
1: two? My wildest dreams—I don't dream about football. That's that's definitely for sure. <laughs> but um, but in my craziest uh, dreams, yeah. Listen, if I'm honest, I I, I go into each each and every uh, game in order to to win football games. And uh, if you win each and every uh, football game, uh, anyhow, so it's more like you win the title. We are not naive. We know we know that we are not contenders against Liverpool or uh, mid City or Chelsea or um, whoever. But it's also like, um, yeah, we want to develop, uh, as a club step, step by step. And, and, uh, yeah, it's great to, to lift some silverware anyhow. I've, I have the privilege to, to be allowed already in my coaching career, at least to, uh, to win four times already, uh, already a league anyhow. And, and uh, I know how great it is to, to lift some silverware. I'm not naive. Uh, it, it won't happen with Norwich City for the, for the next years or probably not. Yeah. You never know. Um, but. It's, we are also not too addicted to to positions on the table or something like this. We just want to go out with this attitude. I want to play f- proper football. want to win football matches. And um, if I'm honest, I'm just greedy to to grind out everything out out of each and every season. And uh, I mentioned uh, yesterday on on event. So if you would guarantee me right now. Um, here's a letter I just signed then you finish on position 17 this season uh, I wouldn't sign it uh, because it, of course it would be a great success and I mentioned yesterday I probably would have a non-relegation parade through the city and uh, everyone would, would praise us and, and we would have big parties and would be of course a great success an important step for the club but um, I'm I'm not too addicted to, to positions on the table I, I just want to say after the next season okay, we, we've done the best out of our opportunities and I can't tell you right now which position uh, this means I just want to have the feeling that we as a club we as a group of, um, uh, of players and also staff members have done our best and have delivered our, our best performance and if we can say this after the season then we are unbelievably happy and then we uh, yeah, go into the summer break enjoy the summer break have perhaps some wild dreams and uh, after that we go again
0: Well it is a rare thing in football but it seems to work both ways in this relationship you know, obviously after relegation there was never a hint of the club getting rid of you and, and now you've decided after promotion again to, to, to sign a four year deal did you imagine when you first arrived here that it would be this kind of perfect fit between head coach and, and football club
1: of course, I sense this could be could be a perfect fit. Otherwise, uh, we wouldn't have signed the contract. I think both parties had this uh, feeling once uh, once I arrived. But we are also both uh, both parties are realistic and, and 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 know that this is quite rare in in football. And I know in which privileged uh, situation I am, and I'm unbelievably grateful. And in this moment you feel really also um, unbelievable humble and and emotional and and. Um, yeah, just, just thankful, yeah, because the times when a manager was allowed also to, to, yeah, create something special and, and to stay for so many years is, is uh, long ago anyhow. And, and, um, I just, um, can say a big, big thank you for, for all the people who are involved. I'm, um, I'm unbelievably grateful for all the trust and all the backing of, of our owners, Delia, Michael, not just perfect owners, but also fantastic human beings. I can't ask for, for better owners. Yeah, of course, our our board, our sporting director Stuart Weber, um, but last but not least, really, also all our supporters. We we have really a special unity and a special bond here at, at Norwich City. And I know this is pretty uh, a pretty privileged role, and and I feel really honored and blessed to be allowed to work for this uh, amazing club in this in this um, yeah leading role and and help this club also a little bit in order to. Uh, to, to be successful. Um, it works in, in both parts, I know. So I can remember the situation one year ago. Normally in, in football after relegation, a few questions are asked and everyone is asking, no, we need a new beginning, new head coach, new players, new staff, new sporting director, new board, whatever. Um, it felt a bit the other way around, it felt a bit like um, our key people and, and many, many people were more or less concerned that I wouldn't want to go back to the second tier anyhow because there were some, some uh, other options. But I also got the feeling I, I wanted to give something back for all the trust and all the support and all the help and the privileged uh, situation I'm, I'm in and I uh, took the decision to stay. It was definitely the right decision because my values and um, my life I'm not too addicted to to just individual success or or money or titles or whatever so for me it's also perhaps sometimes more worth to create something really special and extraordinary for a small club instead of Becoming the 123rd manager who wins the title for for a different club. So I've got the feeling we we have really something really special here at Norwich City. And um, yeah, the way has not come to an end and we want to go further on, want to take the next steps. And as long as I got the feeling I have something to give uh, to this club and can develop this club. So uh, I will uh, give my everything in order order to do this. But I'm I'm still, like you mentioned, I'm really grateful to be in this position.
0: You've just answered, I think, what what was going to be my next question. So, if in the next four years, a big, big, major trophy chasing club likes what you're doing here and offers you, you know, what looks like the job of a lifetime, how tempting would that be?
1: I never speak uh, about my about any rumors or possibilities or what 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 if or something something like this so I'm not too addicted anyhow just to think about my uh, myself but it's also not a secret that I can tell you right now so I've also turned something or offers down anyhow where I would say okay this is perhaps a dream move or something like this because I'm just doing things when I'm really 100% uh, convinced of and and for me just important the first topic is um, that also, the people who are here in charge and and support this club, yeah, our 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 key people, our board, our owners, uh, but also of course our our supporters want me to uh, to be. Um, uh, there will be perhaps a time. When uh, some people want to see a different brand of football, more like a proper traditional way, long balls, anyhow, going for second balls and trying to park the bus, anyhow. So, yeah, and, and, uh, yeah, sometimes, uh, yeah, you just want to see a change and there will be probably the time, anyhow, when uh, they want to see a different approach. And this is the time, then I will, uh, I will leave. That's definitely, definitely for sure because I stand for special values and also special uh, brand of football. And and this time may, may come, yeah. So as long as I'm allowed uh, to work for this amazing club, I'm I'm really unbelievable, highly motivated uh, to go. And uh, on the other hand, so I just signed a new contract. I don't want to speak about uh, about uh, any uh, any anything else. The other, the only two topics when I would want to leave is more like when I got the feeling. So it's more like okay, we have achieved everything that we can achieve uh, with this club, and this is the moment when when I got the feeling okay, the club is in safe hands and and also that stable and and robust that uh, they can also go with a different manager, perhaps even better. Anyhow, this is the moment uh, when uh, when I will leave. And the only other thing that would attract me then, I've mentioned before, so. I've lifted, uh, yeah, thank God already several times some, some silverware. So, yeah, once, once there is a chance, anyhow, to, uh, uh, to do this and to win trophies, uh, this is something that would attract me, but definitely not in the next year. So, right now, this project is, uh, is quite important for me, the only thing that matters and my only concern and my only focus. And I'm absolutely delighted to be allowed to do this.
0: Lovely chat. And just to spoil it, the weather out there, it's summer, it's also transfer speculation time. You've already lost one of your main players this summer to Aston. Villa, are you worried about losing Todd as well? Or if you don't want to answer that directly, do you get pleasure from bringing players through and seeing them move on and advance their career? Allegedly.
1: Well, I always like I'm a I'm a head coach. I like to 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 work with the best players in the in the world. I would like to keep all our best players. it's, it's also not not a not a secret, and also. Uh, no witchcraft, anyhow how to to um, predict this. So that's that's quite normal. I want to work with the best players in the world, but. You know, so our way is, is uh, different. We are a self-funding club and we also have to develop a young players. So when we have created unbelievable amount of values uh, over, over the past, uh, past years. And this is, uh, this way we have to go. And if uh, a player has outgrown the club a little bit or, or has a big wish, okay, to, to take the next step and it's, it's a good situation, also a good money move for, for all parties, then we definitely uh, do this anyhow because um, we are meanwhile, A few years ago, we were in a situation that we had to sell and and needed needed money. Right now, we are in a in a absolutely healthy um, situation and, and also unbelievable stable also from the financial point of view in the, uh, as a club. All our players, more, nearly all our players are under long-term contracts. Big credit uh, to, to Stuart Weber. I think he's done a fantastic job in uh, in uh, in these terms. And for that, we we don't have any any pressure and any need. So we want to keep our best players here. Yeah, if then some crazy offers are coming in where we got the feeling okay, uh, perhaps we lose a quality player, but we can develop uh, the club um, with this money, even even better or easier than it uh, would be without. Anyhow, you know, then we definitely do this, eh? because this club is not about individuals. It's not just about the head coach, not about the sporting de- director, not about one player or a board member. It's 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 all about the club. The the club is is bigger than everyone of uh, of us. And if you got the feeling it it makes sense, uh, then of course it's uh, it's um, then also possible. So in, in this business, you can never say never. Yeah, but then it's it's uh, due to us and also one of my tasks anyhow to yeah to find hopefully then the next player with potential and to develop. It's never easy then, never guaranteed that it works in the same way. But this will be our way. But all I can say at the moment, I'm also quite confident that we keep our our group together and we are not not tempted anyhow to uh, to sell. No, it's more like we want to to improve our squad and we need to do some business and for that um, it's it's not so much a topic for today, especially not when the sun is shining that nice.
2: You're happy with everything you're hearing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, couldn't put say it better myself. Same question really was:
0: the decision was it an easy decision or, or a difficult one to get the new new deal?
2: Yeah, I think it was it was incredibly easy. Um, it's never in doubt from from uh, from either side. I think to be honest, um, as, as Daniel has very eloquently put, it's it's about. The club and and Daniel and everyone working together for the, for the same common goal, uh, which is trying to try and improve improve the football club and um, when something's working as well as it has been doing over the last four years, uh, and not without challenging moments within that, of course. Um, then why would you why would you want to change it? And, and while there's still um, success to be had together then of course it's about committing to each other and um, setting new objectives and new goals and, and sort of going after them and um, I think what's plain to see I think for everyone on the inside and outside of the club is this is very much uh, uh, a, tight, a tight group of people who work very hard uh, to do the best things for the, for the football club and you know, um, often you see a club sometimes that the, you know, the head coach or manager Almost feels like that they're working against the club, or they're working in silo. Uh, whereas here, I think it's it's plain for people to see that um, we're all in it together, and we all want the same things. And um, yeah, along the way, there's challenges which come with that, of course. And and you know, being a self-funded club brings you know a unique unique challenge when we're trying to compete with the richest clubs in the world. Um, but it's also an exciting challenge, and it's also one that if we can achieve it our way, um, then probably the the sense of feeling for that would be so much uh, so much stronger for us, so um, yeah, it was uh, yeah, a really easy decision. Do you think the
0: fans might like to hear a bit more ambition, like words maybe finishing in the top half or Europe?
2: Or... I think you have to ask the fans that, but I think um, you also have to be very careful what you wish for. You know, there's lots of clubs playing League One football now um, who chased a dream. Um, I think also as a, as a football fan, as a football club, you have to respect where you are in, in the food chain. Um, unfortunately, there's only one team who can win the Premier League. Uh, there's only four teams who can qualify for the Champions League and another two for Europe. So there's six teams going after the same competition. And with a great respect to ourselves, there's much bigger football clubs than us um, who have spent millions and millions who have sort of failed miserably. Um, and you have to understand what going for it means so you know what is success for your club and I I think we spend a lot of time communicating with our fan base as to what is success for our club and yeah we could go away from them values for sure Um, but then you lose the connectivity so we have a board and ownership here who've been here for 25 years who know our fan base connect with our fan base the only way the investment would change here is if they weren't the owners anymore uh, because it's not like we're sat on a load of money somewhere and we're not choosing to spend it. You know, We spend what we spend. You know, We're not sat with a load of money in the bank. Um, so if we then sold the club or if Delia and Michael decided to sell the club and they maybe sold it to investors who didn't care as much about the community and the fan base, you can also get alienated. And I think we all know clubs where the fan bases would cut off their right arms to be a club where they actually feel that the football club still belongs to them and you know Delia and Michael talk about their custodians of this club um, would we love to have more money to spend in a market would we love to develop a stadium quicker would we love to build a training crowd quicker? yeah of course because we're, we're all ambitious and we want that and we understand the fans want that would we love to be fighting to win the Premier League yeah of course but unfortunately that's not really realistic and, and if we did want them things and we were fortunate one day to have them things we might also lose what's great about this club, which is where you can be a local born boy or girl, and you can feel connected to your football club. You can feel like you're part of something special and uh, that can soon go away with the wrong ownership. And, you know, we've seen some of our great clubs in our country have gone down, yeah, one's just down the road, a great club with incredible success, incredible fan base. I'm sure they would have loved a little bit what's gone on here the last 20 years, as opposed to what they've had. and. Um, we should never look beyond that, and I think as football fans, of which we're all football fans deep down, it's also a question of being careful what you wish for. Thank you. you. Donnie?
0: Yeah, Daniel. Um, how far away do you think you are from having the squad ready to kick off the season? Oh.
1: Uh, one month and ten days I think so it, it's it's really in this business just possible to uh, to judge the transfer window once uh, once uh, the transfer window is uh, is, uh, is done anyhow so I'm uh, pretty pretty pleased how far we, we have come I think it was already a, a busy busy window so of course and it's more like more or less like the, the first outgoing with Imi uh, Buendia but it was also good that there was an early decision because it left us in a position that we could plan our squad together and I have to say so I'm um, I'm absolutely happy with our our signings so far. We have a proper group, um, small group together, but but really tied together and and uh, with lots of quality and lots of lots of character. I'm, I'm really pleased with our preseason so far. What's right now, it's also like to 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 find the final pieces to to make sure that we're really competitive on this level. Yeah, everyone knows that we have uh, lost a few players and and we still need need to do some work in order. To be competitive on the on the top uh, top level, but um, it's also important, yeah, to be patient. Yeah. If you would, uh, like Stuart mentioned, would sit on unbelievable money anyhow, and it's also easy to spend it a bit earlier. Sometimes, as a self funding club, you have to be uh, patient uh, a little bit and and to uh, to wait a little bit uh, longer. But uh, in the end, we'll definitely be competitive. And um, I have to say, so I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with our planning so far. And Stuart,
0: uh, the the leagues that you've explored
2: so far to recruit even if continue on that vein? yeah I mean who knows it's, it's about who's available and, and you know who's willing to come as well I think um, if you look throughout Europe the market is very slow um, we're probably a club who's done one of the most business and, and we still feel like we've got quite a bit to do um, I think there's a, a paranoia around the transfer market at the moment of with Covid for sure the money's been hit and people are concerned about um, selling at the wrong price, and that player being worth a lot more in maybe six weeks' time, and, and I think you can really feel that um, that paranoia from clubs, which which I fully understand. Um, but yeah, for us, we don't discriminate where the player comes from. You know, I think we've shown that it's. I believe it's one of our strengths as a. As a club um, and the staff that we've got, that you know we will look anywhere and everywhere to find players, which I think uh, does give us an advantage at times, uh, because if we were set up in one market, sometimes that market can become too saturated, and you know we have to be realistic. You know we're certainly going to be seen as one of the favourites to get relegated, so it means we're not going to be the top of players' lists always, you know, and. Um, so, yeah, it's about being smart. Um, as Daniel said, it's about not rushing in. It's about being patient, for sure. Uh, I took a lesson from the last time is we probably weren't patient enough and we probably went from our top targets to our bottom targets too quickly. Um, and sometimes you have to wait because sometimes the deals get a little bit better as a window goes on. As frustrating as that is, because, you know, the pair of us like it when the squad's together early and they have that benefit of the pre-season work. Um, but we also have to respect... The marketplace sometimes dictates that, and you know we have to be be patient. But um, I think also I sit here very confident that by the time the real business starts, you know we'll be in a, in a real healthy place. Thanks.
0: Okay. Any more broadcast bits or jump on some written guys? Know if you want to
2: keep Yeah. It off thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank, thank you. you, Daniel.
3: Congratulations on the contract. Um, how smooth were the talks?
1: Yes, quite, quite relaxed. Uh, you know that we have a great, great relationship and our relationship is built on, 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 on trust and honesty and, and, um, to work together in, in one direction. And for that, it was, it was uh, quite easy. It was more like, more like to, to speak about the, the long-term picture, what we want to achieve for the club. And there's more like, yeah, the contract details, of course, it's it's a bit tough for the, the lawyers and, and agents, but it was quite uh, quite simple, I would, uh, I would say. And uh, for that, yeah, good talks and it was more or less clear from the first day that it will come to a positive end.
3: How important, though, was it for you to resolve it before because you don't want a distraction hanging over going into the Premier League season? Was that a key driver for you?
1: If I'm honest, for me, not uh, not that much uh, anyhow because I'm I'm used also like if you if you work as a manager, you you have pressure each every day uh, because you have to take decisions. I would have uh, had no problems anyhow to uh, to go further on. So I'm not, I was never carried away with my thoughts and just thinking about my 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 own future, but. I think we we both agreed that it was important to do it before the season starts, because it's always a topic for the supporters, for the players, for the staff. Anyhow, it's good to to have this out of the way, so it's more like the, also to prove that we have some stability as a club. We want to go uh, exactly the way we uh, we went also in the in the last seasons. I think um, so to be really capable to fully concentrate on, uh, on the real business from the first game it was important to do this before the season starts and that was our big wish so uh, it has worked out in the end and for that I think a uh, perfect outcome.
3: You said or I remember you saying this the summer that you won the first championship title there was interest um, you could have gone you didn't you still felt and you've repeated it today there's work to do here you, you've said this afternoon that when the team came out of the Premier League there was interest again so presumably another championship title on your CV was there interest serious interest this summer?
1: No I never speak about about any rumours or what could have happened has happened. so my only topic um, is, is just Norwich City and I don't want to speak about my uh, individual situation or potential interest or whatever so it's, it's, it doesn't matter so the only thing that matters uh, is uh, the yellow colour and uh, the only thing that matters is that we are successful right now and that we can go uh, the next step and for that uh, my, my only focus my only concentration was really just on this topic
3: and that next step is going into the Premier League for the second time. What do you feel if you could distill it to the key parts that you didn't do well enough first time round? We all know that the circumstances were probably different you know in terms of the resources you had available, the lack of experience in the group, but this time around, where do you need to be better to, to achieve your objective?
1: Yes, I've mentioned first of all each each and every time, so each and every club, each and every manager, each and every player has to have the will. To develop and to learn each and every day. Uh, otherwise, if you think right now, uh, I know everything about football or I don't have to develop or uh, I have all the lessons learned already. So it's more like this moment when you're not good anymore and then you should retire or move, move away because then, like Stuart always mentioned, you become a dinosaur and they're not there anymore. So pretty, pretty quick. So uh, hopefully we develop and learn and improve also each, each and every day. Um, but I wouldn't speak too much about lessons learned from, from, uh, two years ago because one of our, Values is also to be unbelievable transparent and, and unbelievable honest, if I'm honest. And Even two years ago, we were unbelievable honest uh, from the first day. Um, you know, after the euphorism of, of promotion two years ago, of course, everyone was buzzing, anyhow, thinking, right now we cut even the Premier League uh, into pieces, anyhow. I was from the first day unbelievable realistic. I said, listen, we need a little miracle in order to stay on this level eh? because we were promoted. No one expected this with a bunch of young lads, and we had exactly one field player. With Premier League experience, and we were in a situation as a club, we had a decision to make. We could say, okay, listen, we take all the money from a promotion to invest it to the team to to buy perhaps a proper experienced centre back and a striker. Um, but it still wouldn't be a, a great guarantee to to stay on this top level. We decided. Uh, to invest in the infrastructure to invest um, in in yeah paying all the money back that we that we owed we invest in the facilities and training ground in extending contracts of our young players in the academy stadium whatever to make sure that we're not just thinking about the next 5 to 10 months but also the next 5 to 10 years and of course, I labeled it. We, we would have needed a little miracle in order in, in, in this circumstances to stay on this, uh, on this level. And there were too many odds against us two years ago. Eh? We had an unbelievable injury crisis. When I think about the situation with, yeah, the worst pandemic in the last century anyhow. So we, before lockdown, we won our last home game against Leicester, had momentum, great atmosphere in the stadium. And then as a newly promoted side, just with a bunch of young lads. Yeah, we had to play all our last games anyhow uh, in front of an empty care road. I think it was no coincidence that we didn't win one game uh, anyhow in this in this period. So there were too many odds against us. And right now, I've got the feeling we're still the underdog in in in, uh, in many ways. But the club is much better prepared. The group of players is much better prepared. So. Uh, I wouldn't label it a miracle if we if we stay on um, on the top level. We need, of course, a little bit of luck as well. Yes, but we just need unbelievable hard uh, hard work and to be good. Also, like in the, our final decisions on the transfer mark, we need we need a good. Relationship between the players. We need good, need good and uh, good and hard work. And then, with lots of hard work and the trust and the support of all supporters, it's definitely also possible. um Yeah, to make sure that we are also allowed uh, to to stay on this level. And this is more or less a situation. And yeah, of course, you have to take decisions to each and every day. And it's also my my task then to to have more good than, uh, than bad decisions. You can't be right in each and every topic anyhow. But, um, yeah, of course, I know that, that I have to, have to be there. And also in my decisions to be on a, on a top level to give ourselves a chance. Yeah. Because yeah, to be competitive against these big sites and. Yeah, let's be honest. even even promoted the sides were promoted together with us. Anyhow, and I think about what they spent many, many years before just on Premier League level. And of course, their yeah, financial financial situation is, is is better, and they can spend more money. We have to be realistic, but it it doesn't take anything away that this time round uh, we want to give it a real goal and want to try. Uh, to swipe on this level.
3: Final one from me, if I can, Daniel. You mentioned the players. Yeah, if I could just throw a pre-season one out. You you've got Huddersfield tomorrow. Are we likely to see any of those injured boys or Timu, Tim Cruel? Is it a bit too early for them tomorrow?
1: No, Timo and uh, Tim I are mean, my back since since a few days. So it um, could be that they are already involved. We make a late decision also. like uh, We have a training session uh, this afternoon, also tomorrow morning, and we have a late decision. Um, yeah, Ben Gibson has uh, taken part in team training, also in parts of team training at least in the last days. He was out for more than four months. We'll see when we bring him back uh, also in, uh, on the pitch. Um, it's an open question. Also, Grant Henley has uh, taken part in, in parts of the team training already. Also, good news could be that the game tomorrow comes comes a bit too soon for him. And also, Dimitrius Janou is not too far away right now. Um, I think there's a little, little um, setback for uh, for Billy Gilmore so he felt something in the squad he won't be involved tomorrow we won't take uh, any risk. but apart from this yeah it's pre-season yeah. It's, it's lots of work and we take late decisions who is really on the pitch who is rested perhaps for one day or uh, gets more minutes and uh, all in all we'll have a good group together
3: Thanks Daniel Stuart just throw a couple of follow-ups at you first opportunity we've had to speak to you since the Buendia deal went through just from your perspective give us why you felt that was the right dynamics for that move to, to go through this summer
2: um it's always a tough decision when it when it comes to your best players. Um you, we don't want to sell anyone to be honest, but you know sometimes your hand is a little bit more forced um, and you know Emmy um and his representatives made it very clear uh very early and respectfully I must say that you know that they would like to move on if the opportunity came up. Um and I'll be honest when it gets to that point and you know that you're probably not going to change their mind. It it becomes about um, a business transaction. Then it comes about trying to get the best deal you can. Um, I must say, Aston Villa were outstanding throughout. Very professional how they dealt with it. Uh, levels of communication and, and honesty and transparency. And yeah, we got to a deal, and we were pleased in the end with the deal uh, from our side. As much as we disappointed to lose a good player, of course. Um, but what it did do, it was done early, so we didn't have you know like we've had in previous windows where it goes on for eight to twelve weeks and it becomes to be honest a distraction and, and unhealthy um, it was done early and it also meant that we could um, you know, carry out some of our plans maybe a little bit quicker and uh, maybe slightly more aggressively than we would have been able to do otherwise
3: and, and on that front final one from me um, Five, I think it's six now if you include your you new know, listen Gibson permanent deals senior players already what would constitute a good window from now to the end for you in terms of the tops of business
2: I think it's always the same. I don't think it's a numbers game. I think it's it's about quality and it's about do we sit back on September the first and go, we have a better starting eleven than what we had on maybe July the first, um, and do we have a better squad? And that's the most important thing. Whether it's one more addition or whether it's ten additions, actually irrelevant. It's more does this improve us? Because there's no point in us bringing eight players in and losing our two best ones, but then the eight aren't good enough. Um, it's about having a good, you know, good balance in the squad. Um, but most importantly, probably having a, a starting eleven that we feel uh, can compete on this level and push us achieve our objectives.